Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sanctified Studio. We got another episode here. My name is Jason. I'm here with my lovely wife, Nikki. Hello. Hey there. We've been gone a couple of weeks. Sorry for the long delay or pause of absence. We've had a cu- uh, number of busy weeks behind us. Um, happy Memorial Day. It is yes. Memorial Day weekend on this fine Sunday here. It's beautiful outside here in Snow- uh, Sholo. Um, yeah, it's been a couple of busy weeks. What did you have going on this past couple of weeks, Nick? Man. <laughs> Got a bunch of things. Um, so work was kind of crazy the last couple of weeks. So we ended up having some layoffs. <gasps> yeah. Uh, fortunately, I was spared. Nice. Praise the Praise Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, That's scary though, huh? Yeah, it's really scary. Um, and it was a pretty big one. Lost some good people. Wow. Um, yeah. Never an easy thing. No. Seeing people go and. Yeah. Now my role is like changing a little bit. More Had responsibility. To, yep. Lots of more responsibility, absorbing other people that were let go, you know, absorbing their work mm-hmm. and their clients and things like that. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just an, it's an adjustment, but I'm always open to change. And so yeah. I'm trying to approach it positively um, good. and just trying to keep a good attitude about it. I'm very, very thankful for my job. Um, it kind of, you know, it puts things into perspective a bit and uh, it just makes me appreciate, you know, what I have. Because mm-hmm. uh, I could have easily lost it. Like any know. any week, you could be on on the chopping block. Huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's and that's wild. not just me, and that's for many. Yeah, it's many anybody people. really who has this sort of corporate job and a large corporation. These things come up out of nowhere. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, I've never had to to deal with a, a layoff. So yeah, I, praise God. Praise the Lord. I, I wouldn't know. It sounds. Stressful. I've been through. I've been through many of them. How many have you been through now? Like four or five? Yeah, about four. Four wow. like decently large ones. With the same company. How long have you been there? Over twelve years now. Man. I know. I'm very blessed. Yeah. Seriously. Very blessed. But yeah, so it's yeah. I count my blessings. Um, yeah, it makes you think about um, stuff. You go from, you know, one day being stressed out at work or, you know, not not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then something like that comes in, causes a major shakeup. Did it change your feelings at all? Oh, definitely. It's like making me want to be better <laughs> at your job. I, yeah, what mm-hmm. I do. Um, it's given me a new appreciation. Um, and, you know, it's kind of sparked something in me a little bit. Like, I'm just kind of striving to be better now all around. Uh, So, yeah, yeah. you've been there a long time. Mm -hmm. You've you've come a long way from just like a a contractor, I believe it was. And now, you know, you're in your director role and whatnot and your management role. It's it's pretty cool. And I'm sure you met a lot of people along the way. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. I mean, it kind of ties into the subject today. Um, We we wanted to, to talk about these walls that we put up mm-hmm. uh, and growing. Yeah. And this, the, the, this um, subject today, it, it actually corresponds with Nikki's uh, past couple of weeks in the sense that, um, you know, uh, in, in the sense that a woman from her past mm-hmm. actually encouraged her to do something uh, different. Yeah. It was really cool. You, you want to talk really uh, briefly about Lead us into what, what, what you took part in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so actually, one of my former coworkers from my current job, uh, the one that actually was uh, part of hiring me into the company, uh, she had reached out to me a couple of, well, actually, just like last month in April, um, right before Easter time, 
uh, she texted me and she was like, hey, uh, would you be willing? My church is uh, going to be doing a women's retreat coming up in May and we really need a guitar player. And mm. yeah, so I said yes right away. Like I didn't mm. even really think twice about it. Uh, so, you know, I thought it would be a cool opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, to to meet some new people. It's a, like I said, totally different church from the Valley. And oh, cool. yeah. And so I kind of like getting out of my comfort zone sometimes. Sure. Because um, that's where the growth happens. Yeah. Uh, so I just said, yes, that's cool. So she thought about you. Yeah. She, cause she, obviously you guys still talk and yes. um, she sees that you do play on our worship team here at the church. And yes. So that's really neat that you could, that she thought of you. Yeah. Like, I was honored that's um, cool. that I was the first person that she thought of. And honestly, she was taken back cause she didn't think I was going to say yes for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, hmm. but, but I said yes. And so here we were. Yeah. This that's was, neat. Yeah. So a woman's retreat. Yes. A, qu- a Christian women's retreat, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, 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 is, what is a women's retreat? So it's basically a weekend getaway with your sisters in Christ, essentially. I see. Yeah. And so it's just women uh, just hanging out. All walks of life, all ages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. People it from ranged all over the a place. lot. Yes. That's Young cool. to old. Yeah. All different walks of life. And What church was this called? Oasis. Oasis out of Scottsdale, right? Yes. Shout out. Shout out to the ladies of Oasis. Nikki had a blast. Yeah, I did. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's cool. So women's retreat, sort of a Christian um, weekend gathering. It's overnight, right? Yes. It was two nights. So it was a whole weekend, Friday to Sunday. Nice. Yeah. Where'd you guys go? We went to Heber, which is about 30 minutes. Heber Overguard. Yes. Good old Heber. Right on the rim, northern Arizona, not yeah. too far from us here in Sholo. It's just to the west, um, another the next small town over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful little town, mm-hmm. very quiet little town. Yeah, very quiet. One little grocery store. Yeah, I don't. Even, they don't have a Walmart. They don't have a Safeway. Nothing. They got an Ace Hardware. Yeah, and horses. And lots of horses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful little town. We got a lot of membership of our church in Pine Top that come from. Hebrew Overguard. Yeah, that's quite a drive. That's it's quite a, a drive, commitment yeah. for them <laughs> to drive all the way out there. But that's cool. Yeah, awesome. So you so you got invited to this retreat. It's at an. It was it at like a nice little resort thing, or it was like a little. Um, I don't know what you'd call it. Kind of like a cabin. It's like a vacation getaway neighborhood. Thing. Kind of, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Everybody's together. Yeah, it was like a that. a big like bunkhouse essentially. Oh. It's, it's nice. kind of neat how they have it set up. It's similar to like the place that our mm. church had our retreat last October yeah. out in Springerville. Right. So, um, what yeah. Are, um, what are some of like the goals and whatnot for the women's retreat? How, what's the focus? Well, aside from Jesus. Yeah. So Jesus definitely the number one focus, but at this one in particular, the, the, uh, main what the main like the subject of yeah. it. I saw the flyer. What was it? It was um, called Activate. Activate. That was that was our word for the weekend. And it was just all about activating uh the Holy Spirit in your life and uh hmm. you know jump starting your faith if it need needed to be jump started. Sure. And yeah. But it was just mostly fellowship really. That's that's, cool. that's pretty much what it is. That's awesome. So. Have, and so you've done something like this before within our church. Mm-hmm. How, I know for talking with with other women, it can be like 
sort of nerve wracking. Oh, absolutely. Talk to us about that. What what were your general thoughts like going into this? Were you were you nervous? I'm assuming there's a whole bunch of new faces, new people you don't even know. So what are your like emotions going into something like this as a woman? Yeah, so I had my reservations even about our own church's <laughs> retreat. Um, I know a lot. I'm not the only woman that feels this way. I've talked to many that have this have similar feelings. Um, you know, it's it's hard for me for some reason to connect to women. Mm-hmm. I have a very tight, close uh, circle of women in my life. I know a lot of women. You know, I do through the church and through volunteering and everything. It's just I always feel like I'm stepping out of my comfort zone anytime mm-hmm. that I'm going to a women's only thing. Like socially? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of hard for me to connect. I don't know. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Um, but I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. Yeah. So going into these things, it's kind of funny. It's like, honestly, I don't even know if I would go to these things if it wasn't for God, like giving me that gift of music. Oh. And that's kind of what's catapulted me and forced me into these situations. Yeah. Because God's like, I gave you this gift. You need to share it. I see. Con- and, contribute. Yes. And so he's always kind of forcing me out of my comfort zone. But again, that's where the growth happens. And so I am thankful for it. And like every time that I've gone to these things, you know, I have my reservations up front and I'm usually a little timid out of the gate, you know, getting there. But, you know, over time, I usually am thankful for Mm. for going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to meet like a bunch of new people. Yeah. All at once. This one. (laughs) Exactly. How many women were there? Uh, Probably about 80. Oh, wow. I would say. That's a significant. Yeah. And I knew one. Right. One. The woman who invited you. Yes. Wendy. Wow. Yeah. So it was definitely out of my comfort zone, Mm -hmm. but I was just there to serve and, yeah, you know, and I was there to try to have a good time, you know, as best as I could. Mm -hmm. I knew that there was going to be the clicks because everybody else knew everybody, you know, and I was the newbie. Sure. But it was, yeah. That's kind of cool though. I mean. In yeah. a way, maybe like you had a slight advantage, you know, it's like you're like the newbie. And yeah, it was excited to meet you. Exactly. That's kind of cool. They were all really excited when I told them who I was. I was like, yeah, I'm Nikki. You know, I'm the guitar player. They're Guest like, oh, guitarist. Yes. They were all pretty <laughs> stoked about it. And they all came up to me, you know, over the course of the weekend to thank me for serving. That's and awesome. So that was neat. So what was it like getting there? Your initial impression? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're they're an awesome group of women. They're very uh, eccentric, <laughs> and I'm not used to that. Uh, I feel like high energy. Yes, very very colorful. Wow. Um, <laughs> very bright and uh, yeah. So I'll paint the picture for you. So I pull up to the retreat, and I'm immediately greeted by an entire group of women dressed in hot pink, <laughs> with like crazy like color ribbons in their hairs and they're like shouting uh holy spirit activate over and over and over again and they were like motioning me to like you know roll my windows down and so i did and i pulled up and they start throwing candy in my car they're like welcome (laughs) and i literally did not know i was like taken back i was like oh my gosh what did i get myself into like what is this you know and the funniest thing is after that, I, I pulled away to park my car and I heard them behind me and they were like, she looked terrified. <laughs> <laughs> and it was true. 
I was just, I was kind of like, all right, wh- what is this? You know, sure. is this going to be how the whole weekend's going to be? Because if so, I need about 20 more cups of coffee. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it was like a difference of energy. Oh, definitely. Energy levels were just, yeah. I, yes. That's funny. Yes. Yeah. So, Cause Nikki's not super high. No energy. Not at all. She's bright. Thanks. And whatnot. But yeah, you're not like crazily like. Yeah. No. Hype, I guess. You're not like super hype. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I was just like, all right, so this is how this is going to be. You know, okay. Mm. All right, I see. So I right park on. and yeah. My friend Wendy spots me across from the, uh, the parking lot. So that was kind of reassuring because I was like, okay, I know that person. There's your anchor right There's there. There's my anchor for the weekend, <laughs> you know, so... That was that was refreshing. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. So you get there, show up. What's what sort of like main events they have planned? Um, so it was mostly just you know, like they had, like our church's retreat. You know, you had you open up with worship music, and uh, then there's like usually a message. Lots of really good food in between. They have like speakers. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. So they That's had cool. some of their pastors and stuff speaking mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at each of like the, the sessions mm. for about an hour or so. Um, and then we would break out into these small groups, mm-hmm. you know, based on the color. They gave us these sweet fanny packs. Those are pretty dope. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. <laughs> like a good fanny pack. Yeah. And I actually got my favorite color, which is awesome, nice. which is teal. So. I was in the blue group and uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of broken into like your age groups. They were doing it oh, okay. out by age. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So that yeah. was neat. Um, another thing that they did too was they have this tradition. It's called like the mug exchange mm. where you bring a coffee mug and y'all put it in a brown bag. So nobody knows who's is who's. And then in your small groups, you all go around and pick a, pick a bag and that's your mug. And you don't know whose it is. You don't know who brought it. But they know who you are when you pick the mug that they brought. And so they mm. have to secretly pray for you all oh, weekend. It's like your prayer buddy. Your, your mug sister. Your they mug call it your mug sister. sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, that, so whoever um, brought that mug, they see you get their mug and now they are designated to pray over you and, and the things that you may, you may talk about and whatnot. Exactly. That's cool. And you don't know who that person is. No, you don't know the whole weekend. And then Sunday you reveal to the group who you've been Mm. praying for and you actually tell them to like what you've been praying for as well. Oh, cool. So that's really neat. That is neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, probably motion filled there. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure there's a lot of like, I mean, in, in any, any of these things, you got to imagine that um, some people are there to have fun and don't have a lot on their heart. Mm-hmm. And then some people there probably have a crap ton on their heart. Exactly. There was a lot of struggling, struggling wow. women. Man. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot. So what, else, what, what other sort of things did you do? You had the mug exchange. We had some good speakers. What mm-hmm. else? Um, any other activities? They did have like a breakout on Saturday for like four hours that we could do whatever we wanted. Mm. Um, I think some of the women went and they did like horseback riding, oh, uh, other things like that. I ended up just 
you know, I did make some friends there mm-hmm. and they, you know, we just played some card games and hung out and talked about life and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Absolutely. I was actually planning on taking a nap to be completely honest because I love <laughs> my naps, but then it just ended up not happening. And so, but it was yeah. fine. Nikki's a notorious napper. I am. Let's put that on record. I love my naps. She is a bona fide. Yes, exactly. Especially Mm -hmm. at a retreat like that because I was exhausted. Yeah. You're like, I'm serving the whole time. And like, it was the first time I'd ever played with their band, Mm. you know? So that was a whole experience in itself because they have a different style than like our band does, our church. And I'm not used to playing with them, obviously. And so that was like a learning experience, like, you know, figuring out how they do things. Sure. You know, so yep. yeah, processes as a band. And yeah, technique. And yeah, and we had very brief, brief rehearsals. Oh. Like right before, you know, we would actually play. It was like we would just like run through a song like once, just like barely, mm-hmm. and be like, okay, we're good enough. You know, wow, run it. <laughs> yeah, it's go go go. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine trying and to not- participate, trying to play trying to rehearse that that sounds like a lot yeah and not to mention too i mean it's always hard to sleep oh sure a different bed different location yeah yeah so you know you're running off of like very little sleep and then it's just like constant you know we played like four songs every set played in the morning played in the Mm -hmm. evening played in the morning again you know it's it was like just go 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 Mm -hmm. so yeah right on well that Mm -hmm. sounds fun Mm -hmm. um I, I I thought it was interesting, you know, when you first got the call, um, I I real I realized like, hmm, different church, you know, than 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 our church, and right away I was wondering like, I wonder if there's going to be like any sort of like differences. Are there mm. going to be? Is it going to be just a one for one? This church is like our church, or because I, I started thinking like, is Nikki going to step into something she's not familiar with, or <laughs> or maybe uncomfortable with, as far as um, like different theologies, different practices, and whatnot. And I, I'm, um, we talked briefly about it, and it sounds like you did run into some sort of differences. Mm-hmm. But do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah it was it was interesting mm-hmm. um they're very eccentric um not to say our church isn't eccentric mm-hmm. i mean yeah pastor ernie's pretty hype sure high energy very hype a lot of emotion up there on on stage and in sermon yeah but what i did notice is like they had a lot of i don't know if you're familiar or anybody's familiar with like the church bethel church out of california but they I feel like they had a lot of influence from that church Mm. and you know, it's not something I'm really used to. And in case no one's familiar, um, just a quick glaze over, uh, Bethel church is what folks would, would call charismatic. Charismatic. Yes. That's, that was the word I was looking for. They're, they're considered a very charismatic church. Um, and, uh, nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-mm. It's just another form of 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 worship, really. Yeah. And um, they 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 very much are in tune with the spiritual gifts. Yes. Um, gifts of of healing, gifts of prophecy, uh, gifts of um, tongues. Tongues. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like a woo woo topic sometimes. It's, mm-hmm. It can be touchy, mm-hmm. even even in between uh, Christian churches, even between ourselves. It can be a topic of 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 difference there. Yeah, definitely. Um, but but why don't you tell us ab- about some of the differences that you saw with with our church and their church? 
Yeah, uh, definitely the the whole tongues thing. Mm. Uh, that was the first time in a long time that I've heard somebody speaking in tongues. Uh, it kind of caught me off guard a little bit. I wasn't super expecting that because I don't think a lot of people really expect to hear that. Sure. You know, we were praying and uh, as a whole, you know, in, in the, the fellowship circle thing, yep. whatever. And, you know, I had my eyes closed and one of the pastors was praying like, like I would say normally in English. In English. Okay. <laughs> and then I kept my eyes closed and... I thought it was still her, but it was somebody else. It was like this other, this other woman who started to pray out loud up on stage and she started speaking in tongues and it was definitely like, whoa, like, what is that? I don't recognize that language. Mm. Um, but it was, it was beautiful. Mm. Like, I don't know. I, it was beautiful. Mm. And I don't know how I feel about the tongues thing personally. I don't really mm. take a stance on it either way. Um, I know that there's some people out there that, you know, they might not be genuine, you know, mm -hmm. there's always sure. that. Um, but this one, for some reason, it was a little bit different. It kind of sounded like a straight up language. Wow. It wasn't like just gibberish. It sounded, she was like repeating words and wow. all that stuff over and over again. Like and it, recognizable. Yeah. Um, rep repetitive syllables. And yeah. Stuff like the, okay. Yeah. It literally wow. sounded like a language, like a legit language. Um, so that was, that was neat to hear. I bet I've never, um, I've never like, I've never heard it in person mm -hmm. or, or seen anybody, um, speak in tongues in person. Mm -hmm. So I, I've only seen, and I'm, I'm sure this is a majority of, of other folks out there too. You only, my first, um, my first, I, I guess, acknowledgement of it or, or the first time I seen it was with, with generally was more the, the Southern baptist churches who like handle snakes and strychnine and mm. they speak in tongues that was my only exposure to it through tv oh yeah you know and then and so like right, when i was younger i i i i, I mean honestly I, I wrote it off like when i when i was younger as like this i put it in the woo woo category yeah you know and, and then it, it wasn't until you know what in the last two to three years that I realized that you know like these these spiritual gifts they they are in the Bible mm -hmm. you know these things are talked about yeah and these there are even certain rules to it and ways to go about it so that was really interesting to come um, from this this for me from this area of that's you know junk or mm -hmm. that's fake or it's something not real yeah. to full circle like oh well it's documented in the bible here mm -hmm. so it's like it, it, it was it was a i still myself also don't have um a concrete like stance on it yeah i guess yeah i mean how do i guess or maybe we do maybe we don't even know we have a stance but but we do recognize it as being in scripture yeah yeah it talks about it i mean it is one of the spiritual gifts hmm. you know mentioned in the bible that's interesting. So yeah. how did it make you feel at first? Were you, were you like nervous or taken back or, or, um, I was a little like just kind of surprised. Uh -huh. Um, unexpected, unexpected, you know, to go from like English, you know, to yeah. that, I was like, whoa, 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 what the heck is this? You know, mm. but I recognized what it was, sure. you know, right away. And I was like, whoa, like they're speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. This is interesting. Wow. You know, did you find it like, 
Did, did it? Did you find it? It's um, powerful. I was. That's what I was gonna it say. Is. Did you find it like driving the emotion or like dra- drawing you in deeper with your prayer? Um, not in that moment in no? particular. It was most because that was the first time I heard it all mm. weekend, and I did hear it again, which oh, I can okay. talk about later. But um, yeah, that first time it just mostly again just caught me off guard because I just had my eyes closed. You know, I was listening to person praying i didn't even know that she handed the mic over to a new person and mm-hmm. so i think that's what like i was like so confused I'm like sure. wait is she doing this right now or is it somebody else and yeah. then i opened my eyes eventually and i was like oh it is somebody else but anyway um yeah so that was that was interesting it was interesting wow. yeah that w- i bet yeah i would have been like whoa what, what what is that what is she saying yeah exactly <laughs> exactly interesting but, what other sort of things did anything stick out yes um so another thing that they did And in our small group, like they tried to prep us for it because they knew that like I was kind of new is the fire tunnel, fire tunnel, a fire tunnel. What's a fire tunnel? (laughs) So it's essentially prayer, but it's like the laying on of hands. Mm -hmm. It's just that instead of just doing that, like, you know, like at our church, we've done laying of hands and I am, I definitely believe in the power of that. I love it. I love the laying of hands. Yes. It's 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 amazing. Um, Talk about just a super emotional, in-depth prayer. Yes. Um, where I, just a, a brief overview uh, in our small group is, is when we really first experienced this, you know, uh, and the, the act is basically, you know, if, if Nikki and I were needing prayer, let's say we were struggling or something, we would sit uh, in some chairs or, mm-hmm. or whatever or on the ground or stand and our family members around us our church family members would would lay hands on us a shoulder head something and each one of them would take turns praying over our struggle mm-hmm. aloud mm-hmm. Um, you know and before that even begins uh, whoever is leading generally would anoint mm-hmm. the subjects in the prayer circle yeah with some uh, oil with, with anointment oil um, so it's very powerful. Uh, it was new to me as well um, from the past couple of years, but uh, I love it now. Yeah. It's so powerful. It absolutely is. So you guys are doing this fire tunnel sort of laying of the hands. Um, yeah. Process. Yeah. So ceremony. I don't know. I'm not even sure what to call it. Process, ceremony, it, practice. Yeah. 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 How did it play out? <laughs> So when they initially told me on Saturday, they were kind of prepping me because they were going to say they said that, like, you know, we're going to be doing a fire tunnel, you know, tonight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And You're like, oh, that sounds familiar. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> my wall went up. Walls. Like, yeah. Just because I didn't know, like, how to feel about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, I don't know. Everybody has their own. When opinions. you say your walls went up, what what is that? What how, what do you mean? Well, I was just kind of like, do I participate in this thing? Uh-huh. Do I not? So a wall of like unsure. Yeah. Okay. Like I was kind of closing myself off to it. Mm, I see. Okay, yeah. So you were like reclusing. Yeah. T- turning in. Absolutely. Be- out of what? Out of what? Out of like a fear? Out of nervousness? or Yeah. Just my, you know, initial thoughts about like. You know, I have my reservations about Bethel and all that stuff. And about like charismatic see, practices. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so I wasn't sure how to feel about it. And it kind of made me a little nervous. Sure. So I was like, oh boy, uh-huh. you know, I, I don't know. And so I, I went through that day, like that morning, because they told us that morning, like this was going to be happening um, this evening, you know. And so it kind of like 
changed my mental state, to be completely honest. Oh. Yeah. Did it bring in nerves and yes. stuff? Yes. Like, I wasn't sure what to do. Uh, and I was kind of feeling a little isolated because everybody you, else was all on board. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I was the outsider kind of looking in like, you know. You're just not familiar with this. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. Our church doesn't do this, you know, this fire tunnel Sure. Per se. We do the laying of the hands, but not this fire tunnel thing. Yeah. And again, it's just another form. Sure. It's just mm-hmm. another Absolutely. form of it. Another form of worship, <laughs> another form of connection. Yeah. But totally. I was but I was getting caught up. You know, uh, I was I was getting caught up. Like on your own reservations. Exactly. Coming into this. Exactly. That you brought into it. Exactly. Wow. Not to mention too, like I've told I've told you before, mm-hmm. you know, when I go to these women's retreats, the same thing happened to me at our church's retreat. And I even knew, I knew a lot of people that went to it, you know. Um, I get to this point because I am an introvert. And so usually about the next day in or half day in, I start to get extremely drained and exhausted. And I just kind of want to be by myself. And it's hard to do when you're just surrounded by a bunch of people, and especially when you're surrounded by a bunch of people who want to know all about you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell us about your story. Where sure. are you from? And New girl? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So then I get in this weird, like, mental state. And this happened to me at our retreat, too, where I, like, literally, you know, pulled myself away and essentially like, ran away and, like, hid for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually just cry, you know, because it's just overwhelming. It's too much emotion. There's just a lot of different energies around you, like from different struggles that the women are going through. And I'm mm. very receptive to that. I pick up on a lot of that. And so mm. it's super draining. I bet. Um, so this is like kind of amplified even more to me because I'm like, wow, like I'm here and I don't really know any of these women. Um, even my friend Wendy who brought me there, she wasn't in my group. Mm. So I was like completely, I felt like completely like exposed. exposed. Yeah. Um, so I, that, that day, that Saturday for lunch, I remember like I was off doing my own thing for a little while. I was just out in a field sitting there like a mm. emo kid mm-hmm. or something. And I was like just staring at the horses. There were some horses out there. And so I was just staring and just kind of being like secluded and yeah. trying to like just, you know, pass regroup. The time. My, yeah, pass the time, regroup my thoughts, uh, just kind of recharge somehow, some mm. way. And when I was out there doing that, I realized I looked at the time and I was like, oh, no, like lunch started. Mm. And so... I went to go get lunch, but by that time, like the huge line had formed and like people were already kind of sitting where they were sitting, you know, and I didn't come in with anybody. Mm. And so I didn't really have a place to sit necessarily um, because I was kind of separated from everybody that I had already kind of met. And so I got my lunch and I could feel like the anxiety, right? It was like closing in on me. I was getting tunnel vision. I could feel my heart rate start to start to go up and I felt like you know like a kid like a new kid in school you know Mm -hmm. you're in the cafeteria and you get your plate of food and you turn around and you realize you don't know where the heck you're gonna sit Uh oh. you know and that's like the worst feeling ever Mm -hmm. and so I was starting to feel that way and I was like you know I'm just gonna take this food and I'm just gonna run I'm just gonna like go somewhere else like outside of this little cafeteria and as I was thinking that you know, I kind of scanned the room real quick to see if I recognized anybody or if there was an open seat. That was the thing is like all the tables were full. Yeah. 
Um, and I was just about to like leave to hide and I see somebody wave me over. Mm. Yeah. She's like, Hey, you come on over here. Sit, sit right here. She's pointing to the seat next to her. Mm. And I was like, Oh, awesome. It was like instant relief. It was like someone oh. actually like reached out to me and invited me to sit with them. Um, so I did. I, I sat next to her. Her name was Hope. And shout out Hope. Yeah, shout out to Hope. Uh, and that just completely transformed the rest of my entire retreat experience, to be completely honest. Awesome. Yeah. So she invited me to sit next to her and you know, we were just kind of making small talk, but then that kind of transformed into deep, deep conversation. You know, we were talking about life in general. Um, she's like, she's about to be a naturopath doctor. She's only got like this semester. She's going to be graduating soon. So congrats to her. Nice. Congrats. Um, she's going to be impacting a ton of lives, you know, helping a lot of people out there. So anyway, so yeah, she was asking me, you know, like we just got on the subject of, sharing our testimonies mm-hmm. you know like how did we come to the lord how did we you know give our lives to to christ and all that stuff and so it was really neat because honestly like taking it back to when wendy reached out to me initially mm-hmm. my first thought when i said yes to doing this was i thought it would be neat to be able to share my testimony with a new group of women mm-hmm. and so here we were you know, I was about to run and hide yeah. and God was like, no, this is why you're here. You're here to, to tell your story and to share your faith with other women. Wow. And so that just, like I said, flipped my day around mm-hmm. and I went from being reserved and nervous and unsure to, you know, becoming more comfortable and opening up to these women. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. That I needed that. That yeah. was huge. I bet. Just let your walls down. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, as we were talking, as I was talking with Hope, you know, everybody else kind of cleared out mm-hmm. and her and I just remained. And like, we just kept talking and talking about all kinds of stuff about familial curses. You know, she's had experience with that with her family, wow. you know, and um, I've had that with my family and like the whole uh, Mason mm-hmm. stuff masonic Mm -hmm. stuff and so she like totally resonated with that and i resonated with her stuff too and so we just got into these deep conversations and it was just amazing that's awesome yeah powerful i know that's pretty cool so you let your walls down and then like oh shocker Mm -hmm. some things start happening exactly wow exactly just stepping out of your comfort zone was was a big thing like to just open yourself up to hope and mm-hmm. to let the transfer of love and of all that take place. Exactly. That's cool. I could have easily just like, like I said, run away in that moment. I could mm-hmm. have taken my food and bolted yeah. and then that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And she was key because that kind of transitions and ties into the fire tunnel that evening. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, you didn't wrap that up. What, what, how did that end up playing out? Yeah, so like I said before, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to participate in it or not. Mm -hmm. But I ended up, you know, I was like, you know, I'm just going to see what this is about. I'm going to be open to it Um, because I was feeling more comfortable, you know, with with the women that that were around me. And so I decided I got up and I got in line for this fire tunnel thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, and hope was actually standing in front of me. Mm. So that just kind of worked out. 
because I immediately just started losing it. I don't even know why. I think it was like God shedding my walls maybe or bringing them down. Yeah. So how does the fire tunnel play out? What does it look like? I mean, are you... Yeah, so the fire tunnel is essentially like a line of women. It's like their prayer team. And so they stand two by two and on each side of like this like tunnel type thing. You know, it's just a line essentially. Mm, And you start at one end of this line of prayer people Mm -hmm. and you just work your way through and like each pair of women, they just lay their hand on you and then they pray over you. Mm. And then once they're done, you move forward to the next group, you know, to the next pair. I see. Yeah. So it's just like a constant laying of hands. Mm -hmm. And there Mm -hmm. were probably like, I don't know, five groups of those pairs. pairs. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, Yeah, it sounds powerful. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. So you, so clearly you can like hear the prayer going on before you mm-hmm. and the prayer behind you, mm-hmm. the prayer towards you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It yeah. sounds heavy. Yeah, definitely. And they're like playing worship music and stuff the whole yeah. time. And, you know, it's like when I'm playing, I think because I was so focused on... I'm always focused on like, don't mess up, try not to mess up, you know, playing guitar or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's hard sometimes to like really, really be in the worship. Sure. And especially in that kind of setting, because like, again, I never played with these people before. And Mm -hmm. like, so there's all these different moving parts. Yeah. Expectations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have a moment yet until then to actually take in the worship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and actually worship myself. I see not worship myself, but worship, you know, as well. And, um, you know, I I think that that kind of played into my emotions where it was finally hitting me and I was realizing that, you know, I really did need to kind of let my walls down a little bit more. I was kind of, I was finding myself like prejudging a lot of the women too, Mm. because I didn't know them. I see. And so it was so easy for me to just like look at them, look at what they were wearing, look at what they were doing. And like, Mm. I don't know. It's not. Why do they worship like this? Yeah. And just kind of, yeah, like I said, judging them. Sure. And, you know, that's never a good thing. No. And I knew it wasn't a good thing. And I didn't like that I was being like that, you know. Sure. But in that moment, that that fire tunnel thing, it was like God was finally like he opened my eyes to let me see the women for who they really were mm-hmm. and how beautiful they really were, each and every one of them. Wow. And it just, like, I just started, you know, crying. Yeah, it was painful. Yeah, because I felt guilty. I felt bad. Oh, wow. You know, about how I was viewing them and... Mm-hmm. Uh, the things you brought with you. Yeah, yeah. Man. And so, and then hope was right there, mm-hmm. you know, like... Mm-hmm. And she just gave me the biggest hug and she just embraced me. And it was like the best thing ever. You know, I just got to cry on her shoulder and mm. she was just there for me. That's you awesome. know? Yeah. So God put her in my life for a reason in yeah. that path, you know. That's really cool. Yeah. And so, I don't know. So I made my way through the fire tunnel. It took a while. It was like probably a two hour long ordeal because it was. For all the women. Uh, yeah. A lot of women to mm. go through the fire tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it was just super, super powerful. Super, yeah. super powerful. Wow. It's like yeah. a full turnaround. Yeah. Like you went in, a lot of reservations. Definitely. Wall fully built. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. God, God broke them down, knocked mm. down those walls and 
And then Did you feel relieved in any sense when you realized that you had stepped away from this this fortress that you put up? I mean, absolutely. I wasn't liking the way that I was feeling initially. Mm. I didn't like prejudging these women. Yeah. You know, it was it wasn't fair of me to do that to them. Sure. You know, especially when they were so open and like welcoming of me. Mm-hmm. And then I was just sitting here like all bah humbug, like, you know, yep. and yeah, hmm. it's just, it's not a good way to be. No, not at all. You never want to. And, and that's the thing though, guys, it's like everybody, it's, it's hard not to judge. Mm-hmm. It's really hard not to. Like we, we carry around these predispositions and these, these expectations based on what we already know. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then we get to these things. Your walls become, I guess, illuminated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you, you get a all of a sudden the spotlight's put on your wall, mm-hmm. and you're the odd one out. Mm-hmm. At that at that point, it's like, okay, well, what am I going to be the only one here in this ding walled off area? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really strange, and so it's interesting. Do, do you think that um, you know the warmness? Of everybody else around you, their openness and all that was a big factor into bringing your wall down? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's cool. Because if it wasn't for Hope and if it wasn't for, you know, a couple of the women that were there that yeah. they really just, they opened up to me, mm-hmm. you know, and it allowed me to open up to them. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that, it would have just been easy for me to just do I could have easily gone into this just being like, this is just my job. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to, to just, play music yeah, and then yeah. just completely remove myself. Wow. You know? Yep. yep. But that could didn't have just been going happen. through the motions. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I could have easily gone off and done my own thing, mm-hmm. you know, but God didn't want that for me. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to learn, you know, he wanted sure. me to, to be open and to stop judging. Yeah, because it's so easy to judge. It is a lot. A lot of times, like I find that I'm just judging the unknown. Mm. You know, like like before, like I said, you know, laying of hands and prayer circles and Mm -hmm. fire tunnels. uh, You know, that's it's easily something that I wrote off. That's something that I wrote off easily in the past. Yeah, because of the unknown. Exactly. But now that I do know it, I have context for it. You know, we have scripture about it and. It's a little more understandable, palatable, and practicable. Exactly. You know, because... And it's it's powerful. It's powerful. There's no denying Mm -hmm. that, you know, the laying of hands, these prayer circles, prayer tunnels, whatever you want to call it, it's really just the same thing. It's all... It's just a different form. It's all the same thing with different names, Mm -hmm. really. Let's just face it, you know, and... and, really what it is it's just people outpouring love exactly that's really all it is you know amen from an outsider they're like oh my gosh here we go like they're gonna whatever someone's gonna start rambling in tongues and they're all gonna come over here and put their hand on my shoulder like get off me no it's nothing like that these people are legit they're they're pouring out to you Mm -hmm. they're emptying their cup and that cup is filled with jesus's love trying to pour it onto you you know and and it's like it's 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 just undeniable the power that's there now, now that I've I've seen and experienced it firsthand. Yeah, and speaking of the power too, to come back to the tongue thing. Mm. So in that fire uh, tunnel, mm-hmm. that the woman that was speaking in tongues initially from day one, mm-hmm. 
uh, she was part of the fire tunnel. And so she was praying. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of neat because she explained what she was doing, Mm -hmm. which, you know, that just kind of like made me feel like, okay, this is a little bit. I felt like I trusted it a little bit more. Mm. She was explaining what she was doing. It wasn't just like she was going to catch you off guard again. Yeah. And essentially what she was doing was she was amplifying the prayer. That's what she was saying. She was amplifying or um, confirming Uh, what confirming. confirming, There we go. Confirming what the other woman was praying over me. Wow. And so I had one woman on my left who was praying in English. And then I had her on my right who was praying in tongues. Mm. And so that was neat. Like when I kind of like... She helped me have a better understanding of what was actually going on, mm-hmm. you know, versus just doing it. Sure. So, because I think they knew and they did know because they addressed it a couple times throughout yeah. the weekend that like, you know, we know people are res- have reservations about this. Like, okay. you know, yeah, like this like, could happen. We and, know what the uh, general idea about it is. In fact, they also use the word woo woo. Did they really? Oh, yeah. Wow. They're like, I know that a lot of people think this is woo-woo, but, yeah, you know. That's interesting. So, yeah, yeah I mean, people know. They mm-hmm. know it's a, it's a sensitive topic yeah. in, in worship. Definitely. That's really interesting. Yeah. But yeah. when I had an explanation of what was going on, like, it just kind of, it was powerful. And it did kind of, like, amplify the effects mm-hmm. or the, the prayer in a way. It made wow. it more, a little more impactful. That's neat. Yeah. So I was glad that I went through the fire tunnel. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I didn't hold back. I didn't just stay in my seat and re- refuse. You know, I think God was definitely working through that, that whole process. So, Good. so again, it sounds like you just kind of needed to like trust him. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> like I brought you here for a reason. Wow. Who would have thought? I usually do. Yeah. I usually have a, a reason and a plan and. You just got to trust. Just got to step out in faith and trust. Wow. Because he does amazing things in those moments. Man. So. So what else did you learn about like trusting the plan, stepping out in faith? I mean, is there anything else you can add on to that? Just that, you know, it's easy for us to say no. Mm. It's easy for us to make excuses. Big time. It's easy for us to... Yeah, just not step out in faith. And mm. I could have easily just said, no, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Because I already knew when I was saying yes, how I felt about women's retreats. Yep. And this was like on a whole new level because it's not only a women's retreat, but a women's retreat with the church I'm not even familiar with. Sure. Don't know anybody that a lot goes of risk there. there. A lot of chance. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so, yeah. But when you, when you do listen to God and you obey him and you use what he's given you, you use the gifts, yeah. you know, he does amazing things. That's cool. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Stepping out in faith. Mm-hmm. Step out into your faith. And knock down those walls. Knock down your walls. Yes. Like stepping out into faith is like, that's one part, but what, like, there's like, I feel like there's a whole nother thing that's not said, you know, stepping out into faith is also stepping away from yourself, you know, from your comfort, like mm-hmm. stepping out into faith means you're stepping away from something else. 
Oh, tro- yeah, totally. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there's a lot there. And I think in your, in, in this sense of what we're talking about today, you know, stepping out into faith is like stepping out into the trust of God, you know, stepping out into his plan for you, mm-hmm. stepping out into the unknown, stepping away from your reservations. Yes. You know, stepping away from your hangups, from things like that, from your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. That's really neat. I like yeah. it. That's, yes. that's big. Um, I just want to like throw this in there because it's Sunday and uh, we just we just got home from from a sermon for today and it was a really good sermon. I think it ties in here. Um, we're going over Luke and we came to the um, you know the parable of the mustard seed mm-hmm. and just the entire premise of that and story and all that is I think is super applicable in the sense that um like the mustard seed being so small you know they it's a tiny little seed and in the scripture it it alludes to it you know blossoming and then it becomes a place you know that birds nest and and it it becomes a place of 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 solitude you know where you can where, where where the kingdom grows, you know, in this tree and whatnot, grows from the seed. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's important to note that, that we each have a job. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't see it that way. A lot of, you know, some people see it as, well, I'm a believer. My job is done. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I personally don't think that's the way it is. Yeah. I, you know, I think that... Um, you know, Pastor Ernie said it today, like we've been, you know, like we've been presented with this kingdom and, and, and it's like, what are we going to do with, with this, you know? And, and in my, in my, in my thoughts now with, after what Ernie was talking about today, it's like our only job is to plant that seed, Yeah. you know, is to plant the mustard seed, you know? And that's, uh, I don't know if that's where it completely stops, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm thinking, man, we need to plant the seed and then let it grow. Like you can't make it grow. Like you, our job is to plant the seed and then God will tend the soil. Mm-hmm. You know, he will make it grow. And we're just dropping these little kingdom seeds. Yeah. You know, all over the place. And whether we know it or not. Mm-hmm. But by us stepping out into faith, people see that as the kingdom. You know, by us taking a chance, people see that as the love of God. Mm-hmm. And we just need to drop those little seeds in these right places and then God will take the rest. Yeah. You know, cause God is out there searching each one of our hearts, you know, looking for these walls, looking for these deficits of growth. And when somebody comes along and drops a little seed, like I know has happened in my life, you know, multiple times, it's undeniable that once that seed is planted, God tends that soil. Amen. He just Absolutely. does. It's big. Yeah. You know, it's powerful. Yeah. But, but yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. I really liked that sermon today from, yeah, it was from Pastor good. Ernie. It was so good. I felt like he was speaking right to us. He was speaking right to us, I feel like. You know, mm-hmm. like, man, there's so much work to do out there, but yeah. we can't do it alone. No. And, and that, that's where it's discouraging. You know, you feel like this whole thing rides on you or us, but it, but it doesn't. You know, we... We have a role, yes, but it does not ride solely on us. Mm. We have to we have to rely on God. Absolutely. As the ultimate gardener. Yes. 
a big dog gardener. Yeah. He tends the greenhouse. Yes. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Is there anything else that you want to add in about your awesome weekend and whatnot? No, I just, I mean, I know, I don't know. There's a lot of women out there do have reservation about the, the women's retreats and things like that. Um, but I would say just if you ever have that opportunity to go, just go. Yeah. Just go. Think about all the seeds you can drop. Yeah, exactly. Somebody might need a seed. Yes. You might have a seed that you need to share with somebody else. Mm-hmm. There's so many women and people out there that are dealing with very similar struggles to what you're going through. And Totes. you have no idea. You have no idea unless you allow God to use you, unless you allow him to put you in those situations, to talk to other people, you know, to tell your story. You have no idea how it's going to impact somebody. Yeah. You know, and so just get out of your comfort zone, everyone. Get out there. Just get out, step out in faith, and God will do amazing things. He'll take care of you. Yep. Let him. Yes. So good. That's all I had. I love it. I love it. Happy Memorial Day weekend, guys. I hope everyone's safe and uh, thinking about what's important to you this weekend. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love you guys. Yes. Love you. And just thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we hope to have some more guests coming up. Um, maybe shoot us an email if you have anything you wanted to talk about, any topics that are uh, on your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot us an email. Maybe if you've had any of your own encounters with uh, different types of worship, what do you think about tongues? Give us a shout. Yeah. Or if you have a testimony, you know, we're taking testimonies. Yeah. So. Let us know. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Jason and Nikki from Sanctified Studio signing out. Signing out. God bless. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.